This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yeah, I, I'm just uh, I'm just amazed just the way that, you know, it's it's gone like this. And but, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm I don't know. I, I'm just one of these people at the end of the day. Almost wish we were saying, run it back, run it. Can we run it back? Because the team that you had and what they were able to do, I I looked at it. They were ankle injury away from being in the finals. Yeah, that's one way to put it, Max. But I don't know, man. I don't know if those, if you bring back the exact same team, maybe you get the same exact results, man. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. All right, it's another episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast. I am Josue Pavone, joined by Cedric Maxwell and uh, Max. We gotta we gotta talk down Celtics Nation, man. I don't know how where people stand forty eight hours after the Marcus Smart trade, but. There's still that feel, right, where people are just like, is this the right thing? And, of course, if you haven't heard already, where have you been? Three-team deal, Celtics acquired, Kristaps Porzingis, pivot from the Los Angeles Clippers, which would have included Malcolm Brogdon in the deal, but instead it was uh, Marcus Smart heading to Memphis, which is a team that showed a lot of interest in Marcus Smart. And, of course, with their uh, John Morant being suspended for 25 games, it's an ideal fit for the Memphis Grizzlies. But what does this mean for the Boston Celtics acquiring Kristaps Porzingis, another 20 point, 20 plus point score to complement Tatum and Brown? But if they had to sacrifice Marcus Smart, and that's where we stand right now. This episode of Central Maxwell Podcast, we'll break that down. We'll talk about the Chris Paul trade. But first things first, Max, uh, what's your what's your feeling, man? I'm sure it's, it, the last 48 hours have changed somewhat, right? What's your take? You know, I think initially it wasn't good. You know, because I'm such a huge Marcus Smart fan. Uh, to lose him anyway, to me, was like something like, it's like you, you love supporting your family. And I'm sure that's what a lot of the Celtic Nation did. Uh, felt like you know, it was part of one of their own had gone. And um, But, you know, the thing you start realizing about basketball, and you have to realize it, and uh, it's, it's, it's a business. I think that's the last thing I... I got out of the, uh, talked to a couple of people who said Marcus took it really tough, you know, being traded. Uh, you know, he thought that, you know, he was the last one to go. He thought he was going to be the last one on the ship. Yeah. He wanted to spend and, his whole career in Boston. Yeah. And, and, and then to, to, to move him, uh, like I say, it did take a hard, I got out a tweet to him. I told him, I said, at the end of the day, you can have all these things, but you have to be, also in a situation where you get to realize it's a business. It's a business situation. Right. So I think Marcus is okay now, but uh, again, it's just, it just hurts when you think about, you know, who he's done, who he is and what he's done for this franchise. And yeah. Uh, yeah. so, uh, you know, some, I can't wait for the, I can't wait for the first 90 comes back, you know, the standing ovation. Oh, man. The tribute video. Oh, yeah. Video, you know, I hadn't even thought about that until now. 
me, me and my, my daughter, who is kind of, you see, she's over there in the, in the green. She's over there, you know, with her, with her niece. She's sitting there. Probably can't see her, but she's someplace in there. She was the first thing she says is, hell, Marcus Smart was so damn loyal. He, he dyed his hair green. And she said, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, he's change that. How'd that work out for him? So <laughs> I think that a lot of people are looking at it in a situation that uh, it is tough. It's, it's very tough. But um, now let's go on the other side. What does Christoph Paul what does he bring to the, the table? Uh, he's a he's a 20-point uh, game scorer. Uh, he's a guy who probably is going to score the, where the Celtics really got hurt where they weren't, they didn't get easy baskets in the paint. And you think of that, you think that's where you get a guy who is seven foot four, who can get some easy uh, baskets around the rim with post-ups. You know, he is a three-point threat, no doubt about it. But I think he also can do a little, uh, he can do a lot of damage in that mid-range area, especially around the paint. And the Celtics haven't had that in a while. And that's what killed them in the playoffs, right? I mean, yeah. just not having someone that could do that for you on the opposing side. It was what Joel and B doing that against you, you know. Like so, now they kind of have a response to that. And I love the way they would look against a team like the Miami Heat, which obviously, if you're the Celtics, you have to keep that in mind. A team that you know knocked you out of the playoffs and is probably going to come right back around and, and try to do it again. So, yeah, I, again, I, I from the very beginning. I just knew going into this offseason that they're going to address the front court and they're going to use one of their guards to to do that. And that I think it was going to be Marcus. No. But do you get a better return? I don't think so, right, Max? Like, can you? I can't see them getting a better return in terms again of addressing that particular part of their of their roster, right? Addressing the front court, bringing in front court help because you know they need it. You know, Rob's not always healthy. Al's not getting any younger. I mean, we've been saying this for weeks now. So this is sort of, I think this is Brad Stevens' like top choice. And I think when it came down to it in the final hour. When the names switched up and he had to pivot over to another team because he's like, look, I'm not going to wait for the Clippers to tell me no in the final hour. I'm going to set things up already. And I think this is a deal he probably already had lined up as a backup plan because for Memphis to go ahead and pull the trigger as fast as they did, it just shows that, right? But, again, I don't think this is a, a move where you're like, oh, well, man, really, this organization is like, we have to get rid of Marcus. We have, we have a Marcus Smart problem. I don't think that was the case. But really, is it Memphis or is it really Washington? who, you know, gets off an asset like that. Yeah. And what does Washington get back? You know, they got uh, Jones that came in. I don't think that, you know, that, that what did Washington really gain other than getting yeah. rid of a, a big salary? Yeah, maybe, that's what they're doing, though, right? Maybe it's, it's Washington like, is, because of the new a, CBA. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's just a serious salary dump. Yeah. Because Washington didn't get, didn't get back anything that I looked at and went, wow, you know. They're building for the future. I think they got right. a couple of picks and Jones and, uh, you know, they, they went and got Jordan Poole. Uh, so Washington really right. is reconfiguring it's, it's their whole yeah. uh, as, a, as a team. Yeah, and I think Brad knew that going into the offseason. Like, he, he had – he's had Porzingis on his radar, man. Like, he knew what Washington's going to do. Washington showed them what, what they're doing, right? Uh, giving up, just trying to to shave off as much salary as they can and just well, hit the it, step button. But is it really that much of a salary dump that they did? They got rid of also Bradley Beal. Bradley yeah. Beal. Was that was the first domino. So you tell yeah. me, you got Bradley Beal, you got Porzingis out of there. Uh, you know, a couple of people right now are, are trying to get long term contracts. Kyle Kuzma wants a long term deal. 
He turned down, I think, 18 million a player option. So Washington is going to be interesting to see what they've done. But man, the way they pulled that trigger to get Porzingis out of there and what they got back in return, that really was kind of crazy. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. I mean, it, it seems like Boston and, and Memphis came up way bigger than anybody. You know what I mean? But as they say, right, Brad got the best player in the trade. I mean, that's that's always the the where you want to be when you're trying to stretch this championship window out. And I think that's what he's doing, essentially. Hopefully he's are not you, a rental. Are you and I going to look – are Celtic fans going to look at this from afar with Marcus Smart leaving – and think about the days that he controlled the initial point of attack, what he did on the defensive end. Are we going to another fan, or did or or the way that Derek White played this year? Did he make Marcus Smart expendable? When you think about how Derek White was so good defensively, maybe that's what happened at the very end of the day. Yeah, I mean, it could, there's some truth to that for sure. I, I mean, Derek White certainly put together the best season. He's had since he's been in Boston, who was complete 180 compared to the guy who joined this team, you know, midseason in 2022. But I just look at it as, man, if the Clippers didn't back out, if they don't get cold feet, was Marcus still on the move? I'm not quite sure. You know, I'm not quite sure. I, I, I like the first trade a lot more than I like the second one, even though you do get those two first round picks. But then the Southerns went ahead Thursday night and, and turned them into a, a a sack of second rounders, man. Like, yeah. you know, they, they picked one second rounder and they got four futures. I want you to look. This is this is my family unit over here. Oh, are, they, are, the, they in, are they more in the market yeah, right and, now? Here, here they are right here. These were, one of them's a Marcus Smart hater right here. And one of them is said Marcus has his hair colored green. Here's here's my beautiful. Oh, that's Young Max. Yeah, I call him oh, Young Max. Oh, look at She's going to uh, be on all over the screen right now. <laughs> Ryan is on my podcast. We're looking at her sneakers, Joe Sway. She got, oh, on the, got on the pink. Yeah, the pink ones. She rolling like that. But but this one right here was the one that said, the damn, what'd you say? The damn man, what'd he do with his hair? He dyed it green. And what'd they do to him? He was that devoted. And what'd they do to him? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say now track. he's got a diet blue, I guess. You mm. didn't say track no deuce. You said they got his ass out of there. That's what you say. <laughs> oh my god, my oh, man, this is you know what I hate. Sean, just like you, Max. When they're like that, now they all of a sudden they don't know nothing anymore. This episode of Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at FanDuel. Baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com Boston to join today. What I love most about FanDuel is not only the in-game betting, but the spreads, parlays, the different kinds of way for you to make money. And it's fast, easy, and it goes right into your account. So don't miss your chance to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Boston to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball trademark used with permission. 21 plus and president in Massachusetts. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Hope is here. 
gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Yeah, I, I'm just uh, I'm just amazed just the way that you know it's it's gone like this. And but yeah. you know I'm, I'm I don't know I I'm just one of these people at the end of the day I almost wish we were saying run it back, run it. Can we run it back? Because the team that you had and what they were able to do, I just I looked at it. They were ankle injury away from being in the finals. Yeah, that's one way to put it, Max. But I don't know, man. I don't know if those if you bring back the exact same team, maybe you get the same exact results, man. Like, I don't know. I feel like you had to shake things up with this identity. You had to give that front court another another edge, you know, another edge. And I think that's what Porzingis provides. But you yeah. lost a big edge in the backcourt, man. Like that was your that was your bulldog, man. That was your heart and soul of the team. And nine years is a really long time in, in the NBA. As I'm sure you can, uh, you know, attest to that. You know, seeing a player play nine years, like you don't see that. You know, that that doesn't happen often nowadays. It's rare. I, mean, I think I I like what happened for Memphis uh, in their situation. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a good pick. Great pick for them. You got, a, you got a, a role model. You got a tough guy who's coming down right. there, who's ready. You know, that to toe the line like that. So it, it work. It might work out well for him. And I, I just I'm just cost cautiously optimistic when it comes to Porzingis. Uh, Sean Elliott said in, in a broadcast podcast that we had, our podcast, he said he's, he's seen where Porzingis has gone down to San Antonio and dominated games. Mm. But we've seen also the Porzingis sometimes that it's so laid back that Celtics have dominated him. But then we've also seen it when he's scored a lot of baskets. So I'm really, it's, it's going to be a very interesting process. Uh, when you think about, so who do you think your starting lineup is? You, I'm, I'm gonna get let you out there. Who, who's your starting lineup right now? You know, that's that's a good question, Max. Because you wonder. I mean, the way things are going, you probably go small, right? You put Derek White in there. You got Brown, Tatum, you know, um, um, Porzingis, and then and look. If you're not gonna address that point guard position, then you got to pick between between Al and Raw. I'm probably going to go Al, but he's not going to play every single night. He can't play second night of back-to-back. So I think it's interchangeable in a, in a way. But, I mean, I guess that kind of leads to my next question. I was going to ask you, do you, I would like to see these guys go out and grab a, a veteran, some kind of, you know, a, a veteran point guard just to have that presence in the backcourt just in case Brogdon goes down, you know, you have that insurance. I thought for a minute it could have been, and this is, I thought, the perfect perfect landing spot. For Chris Paul, I was like, "Wow, this could be the perfect land." That was my guy for if they if, if Marcus uh, leaves, if Chris up. Paul comes in. Uh, yeah. I thought it was a perfect landing spot, but you still have Brogdon, and now you kind of question what's going on with that injury. That the Clippers said, "No, no, we, yeah. we there's no way you're going to trade Brogdon because right. and of all teams, uh, right, Max? They, yeah. the Clippers. Like, you guys, Clippers. you guys don't worry yeah. about that stuff. What's going on?" Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, it's going to that that whole process is going to be one that I'm going to um, going to love to see. And yeah. like you said, we're we're talking Celtic uh, fans down off the ledge right now. Give it a chance. Uh, Brad Stevens is Brad Stevens deserves an opportunity like that. Joe Mazzula, 
so this is the coaching staff. I'm like you. There has, with, with all the things that have happened, I'd have to think there's a new infusion of talent, enthusiasm going along with this team right now by making that trade. Although a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people said there was a gut punch that they got with Marcus Smart, but how many people in the media are absolutely celebrating right now with Marcus Smart being gone? Because there were a lot of haters out there. There was a oh, lot of the radio. The radio heads for oh, sure. Oh, radio, radio oh, haters. They've been over. bitching about Marcus for two, three years now, ever since he became the starting point guard, essentially. Yeah, and he, got he, a, he made strides in that. You know, we got we yeah. got to remember that. Yeah, I got a call um, yesterday from somebody who's actually in Boston said, well, the other day said uh, uh, with the Marcus trade, they were mentioning your name. He said, and, and I think he went so far as saying that, uh, you know, he was, he was saying that Michael, Michael Hawley and and your other Mike, he said, he said they wanted to know what what Max was thinking about this, how he felt about it. I'm like, why would they be thinking that? I don't make I don't make any moves or any decisions. Because <laughs> that's your guy, you big market guy. Yeah, yeah. You so, know why? You know how I know he's your, your you're his guy, or he's your guy, and vice versa, because he confided in you to to say that to, to tell us to shut the fuck up. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> tell him the guard report, say, hey, tell your boys that I am. So, and he went out and and and. Got the uh, the the pristine award of you know defensive player of the year, uh, 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 an award that well, a guard that, had won in a really long that's time. That's your guys. That's your guys on the garden report. I just yeah, had to ask them a question on the air. I said, "Well, Marcus, how do you think about your track?" On air. Said, yeah, on air. He goes, "Yeah, you know who them guys are. It's like uh, you know the guys, uh, a Sherrod." He said, "You know, you, you tell him to shut the fuck up." I was like, <laughs> "I said this is you go whoa." It was live radio. I'm like. He was Marcus has always been. You're like I relay that. This is the thing I say. Marcus has been. Marcus has been passionate, and I don't. That this is the thing I really like about Marcus. I don't think we're gonna find anybody who's. You know, here's our word right now. Just way who is on the hundred. The way Marcus. <laughs> Mark, yeah, it keeps it a hundred for sure. Many times on the defensive end, he has a highlight package right now that is going to be unreal. And people talk about highlight packages making uh, of defending, but he had a lot of great shots that he was able to knock down. So uh, I, I, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm like everybody else. I'm a, I'm a little, little down, but in some ways I'm a little, appreh- you know, a little apprehensive, but at the same time, uh, somewhat excited about having a bigger post presence in the paint. Well, I think you feel that way because I can't think of another Celtics player who's just so damn proud to be. A Celtic man like that's that was Marcus I mean from day one you know he always had that attitude he had that I'm gonna prove myself I'm gonna make you guys you know a fan of mine and and that's what happened essentially I mean yeah things got a little people were, were split in some regards when he became the starting point guard and you know, the, the the late game execution and sometimes he was taking some ill-advised shots but for the most part I mean he just loved being here he was a true Celtic at heart and you know um it's a shock for sure. I mean, and, and it is for him, you know, as, as so, well, so from what we're hearing. Celtics got, excuse me, Celtics got on that run. Uh, and I remember being on the elevator with him in Orlando. And this is about two years ago when the Celtics really got on the run. And it was late night. We were getting our bags after a trip from Atlanta. And uh, he and I were the only one on the elevator. I said, man, you guys are playing well. He said, that's what happens when you let your fucking point guard 
handle the basketball. And I, so Marcus has been, you know, when he's he coming to me, he, he's, yeah, he's always kept on the hundred with me. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah. Uh, but that's why I guess I'm going to miss him the way I will, like probably no other player right now that the Celtics have. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, man. Remember when he lost? When they lost Game Six, I'm like, "What happened out there?" He was like, "It's all good. We'll be fine. We'll win the next one. Then we'll win Game Seven, and we'll go to the next round." And that's exactly what happened. I mean, it was just one of those things where you saw it in his eyes. Just like he's not gonna let this team lose. And you again, the strides that he made as a point guard, you, you would love to see him finish it. You know, go ahead, win, win a championship, banner a team. You know, it's 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 disappointing, but at the same time. Brad was going to get his guy, man. Like Brad was, wasn't going to wait for the Clippers to say no. And he wasn't afraid. You know, you got to, we got to give him props for that. Like that's his job. That's what he is supposed he, to do. He rolled, he, he rolled the dice. Yeah. Now, in the rolling the dice and finishing off our podcast right now, question I'm going to ask you. There's no surefire trades now, you know, you no, got to no, take a no, risk. I'm going to ask you this. What color is Marcus Smart hair going to be next year? It better be regular, man. But then you feel like what? he's got to go blue. What? That's their, that's their color, man. You see, they're like a grayish blue something going on with his hair. You can't just switch it up. They'll be like, yeah, well, we don't know you like that, you know? <laughs> and you know Southern fans are going to like that. They're going to be like, whoa, you just got there, man. Like, yeah. I well, still see they, a green in there. One Damn, thing we know can... is not going to be green. We can too, we can definitely probably say that. That whoever his his no. stylist, yeah, yeah. his That's stylist right now is already getting the die and saying, Okay, <laughs> we get this green out right now. I remember media day at the beginning of the season. He came out. We had, you know, same green hair and everything. And I, I put a picture up on Twitter. I'm like, Marcus Smart rocking the new hairdo, you know, green hair ready for the season. I got comments being like on my tweet being like, Wasn't it always green? Wasn't it green last year? And I thought about it, I was just like, shit, you're right. <laughs> Yeah. And then you know what I said? I was just like, well, it looks green this year, damn it. It looks a little more green. It looks like he put another coat in there, right? Yeah, <laughs> but it's true. It was back-to-back years he had his hair like that. It's just we got used to it. Yeah, well, guys, again, thank you very much for joining us on our podcast. We just wanted to talk about Marcus. fans, it's going to be okay. Don't worry. Wait till you see the team first, all right? Yeah, let them, let them play for a game. And, and then you can, you know, you can chime in. But uh, you get – Well, these guys better not be done either, though. Button. Right, Max? Match that button for us, you know, yeah, like, subscribe. you know, and subscribe, and uh, it's all going to be good. And uh, we'll holler back at you guys as we, as we like to say, we want, we gonna keep it on the what? Keep it on a hundred. We'll have some, uh, we'll have some trade ideas. We'll see what happens with this roster in about a week. We'll circle back. All right. Sounds good.